This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can hear me on Drive from 4pm to 7pm every weekday alongside the former English striker Darren Ben. Anyway, you know that. Now, we're going to start with the penultimate weekend of the Premier League season where it's all still to play for in the title race, sort of, top four and relegation battle. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will. Everton in deep, deep trouble at the bottom end of the Premier League. They are running out of time. When the road you're trudging seems all uphill. They are boos of disgruntled East Midlanders. Leicester City Football Club suffering a fifth consecutive defeat. When care is pressing you down a bit. Club's chances of going into the top four have been crushed by the cherries. Rest, if you must, but don't you quit. That is fantastic! It's a brilliant strike from Trent Alexander-Arnold and they are putting pressure on Manchester United and Newcastle. Life is strange with its twists and turns. Here's Haaland inside the area and scores. Arsenal's boss said nothing will be decided tonight. I'm not sure about that. They have won a lot of games in the last uh, few months, that's for sure. As every one of us sometimes learns. Steps up left-footed and it's saved by Pope. Comes back to Bamford and he can't convert. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You might succeed with another blow. He won, yeah! He's got two! But Nottingham Forest! Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint of clouds and doubt. Congratulations to Gary O'Neill. Bournemouth are guaranteed to be a Premier League club next season. And you never can tell how close you are. Newcastle United lead by a goal to nil. And this place can smell the Champions League. It may be near when it seems afar. Everton rolled the dice and all of a sudden they're taking their chance. Game, set and match to Leeds United. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. Manchester City, the treble is on. It's when things seem worst that you mustn't quit.
Now, Arsenal take on Nottingham Forest at the City Ground and the Gunners boss, Mikel Arteta, is not giving up the title without a fight. Although, they are. We have shown this season and, um, and we are still there. Two games to go, we can still be champions against probably the best team in the history of the Premier League for 10 months. And we are still there. Two games to go, we are still there and we're not going to bottle that, that's for sure. At one point this season, they were eight points clear at the top, but they've simply run out of steam when it's really mattered. They're four points adrift of Manchester City and they've played a game more. We can look at the picture with a really narrow and thin vision, or we can have perspective of where we were, where we are today, and, and what we've done. Um, but we cannot lose as well sight of what happens in, in certain moments that, um, that probably we were in our, our best or, or at the level required to, to be the champions um, or be in a better position that we are today. And, and we have to acknowledge that as well. But obviously, the team, the players, everybody around the club deserves huge credit for... Um, for how far we've come in, in the season, but don't forget that there's still two very important games to play for us. Now, if Arsenal beat Forest, Man City can win the title with victory over Chelsea on Sunday. Here's Pep Guardiola on his side, stunning form towards the end of the season. When you are in one season, you cannot be one season like the level we are playing today. It's impossible. In the Premier League, at the end, it's a question of don't, don't be far away from the top of the league where you are not. Don't give up, never, ever, and, and wait. And arriving, especially in knockout stages, especially in Champions League and European competitions, at the end, in a good, a good moment. And they have got a place in the final. The European champions dethroned in spectacular style on one of the biggest nights in Manchester City's history. They were sublime. We are satisfied to be able to play final Champions League, but it's non-stop. So now it's coming the most difficult thing at the end, you know. All the tennis players say to serve to win Wimbledon in the last is the most difficult one. The game is now hands to, to win the, the most important competition. So Premier League is the most important because it's 10-11 months every week and every week and every week and we are lucky to have the chance to, to finish at home with our people and we have to take it. You can hear live commentary of Spurs against Brentford on TalkSport this lunchtime. Kick-off for that is at half past 12. The Bees boss, Thomas Frank, has given his reaction to Ivan Tony's eight-month ban for breaching betting rules. I think it's, it's sad for Ivan. In terms of the fans and the response and the replies to that, we need to wait for the written reasons uh, before we, I, know the full details. I can't really judge or comment too much on that, but... I, we will definitely come back to that and be willing to uh, answer questions. But because we don't have the full picture, I don't think I really can go into details about that. If someone comes in, say Chelsea come in or whoever, with a massive offer for him, knowing that he can't play till January, Brentford might have to take that money and then go and find somebody else to replace him. Because you're talking about a guy, that's half the season, mm. done. His future is with Brentford. Uh, that's the thing, there's no doubt about that. Instead of a problem, I like to call it a challenge. I'm convinced that he will come back stronger. All the times he had setbacks or where someone didn't believe in him in his career, he, he you know, overcome that and every single time showed the world that he's a good footballer and he can play to a, to a high level. I'm convinced with his mentality he will come back stronger and we will do everything we can to, to support him to, to come back. Spurs interim head coach Ryan Mason has been speaking to TalkSport's game day host Reshmin Chowdhury about how much the club 
has changed since he was a player under Mauricio Pochettino's management. We're talking about a time where we had a manager for five and a half years and everything was consistent. Um, there was a consistent way of playing and I think everyone knew how we was working from the outside. But then also within, I feel like everyone had to buy into a certain way of working. Naturally, obviously, when you change managers, there's different ideas and I think things can lose time a little bit um, and obviously like the results on the pitch probably haven't been as good as they should been this season and when that happens you need to fall back on what you are and who you are and in this moment of time there there is a bit of disconnect I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that but the way to change that is inside of this place to to be consistent to be strong and and have an idea and have a clear way of working and and stick to it. I mean, it feels as though this is sort of the lowest point it can get. And when anybody in life gets to a low point, there will always be a point where it changes. And do you feel that we're kind of on the precipice of that? Or do you feel that there's still more work to do before we can get to that point? Oh, I think there's, yeah, there's big decisions to make. Obviously, there, there is still some uncertainty about the club, who's going to be in charge next next year and their direction. So until that gets sorted, I think we'll know what we're going to do. I believe in the work we're doing. I have so much belief, probably more belief now than I've ever had in my life in, in how we work. The things we want to create inside the place. We haven't won any away games for such a long time. We hadn't really kept clean sheets. There's so much uncertainty. There's there's loads of things, but at the same time, like I, I know who I am. I know who my coaching team are and what we stand for. There's a lot of people here that want to get that good feeling back and it doesn't take long in football if you get it right. Now West Ham reached the Europa Conference League final on Thursday night, but their celebrations were marred by crowd trouble in the stadium, incited by AZ Alkmaar supporters. Yesterday, Jim White and Simon Jordan heard eyewitness accounts from fans who were there. We're on our way back from Alkmaar this morning. Uh, we were one of the 900 fans that were actually in the official away end and we were caged in and we could not move. We were held back after the game. We watched it all kicking off in the, I'll call it, corporate and friends and family section. And we wondered why, actually, the fact the players didn't come straight over to us and now obviously realise why. There was one guy, Nosey, who was at the top of the stairs. He's a, a West Ham um fan in that section he was holding back a sea of ultras hooded yobs coming at them up the stairs there was no security no police in that stadium it was a contrast from say frankfurt where we had riot police with shields and helmets in the stadium ready for trouble now the az stadium should have known there was going to be problems because we saw ultras in Alkmaar before the game. They were in pubs. We were told not to go to certain areas before the game and to go straight to the fan park. Everyone's saying the same thing. Lack of police. You've got the stewards in the ground. We're caged up like animals, which we had in Seville. We had it in Frankfurt, which was a joke last year. And again this year, and after the game as well, I mean, we didn't get back to our hotel till 2.30 in the morning. And... It was just so poorly organised. You talk to these supporter services um, sort of guys that are on the ground on behalf of the club, and they're brilliant, they're great to talk to, but they all say the same thing. We are at the mercy of the local police and the club, UEFA, got liaised with these, these local police forces. Uh, it's a joke. There was, it was too late. When the police came into the ground... It was too late. It already happened. Also at that match last night was former West Ham uh, player and former colleague of mine at Sky Sports, Tony Gale. Yeah, I was in that section. 
I've got to tell you, my old bottle was going, and I've seen a few things uh, in football in my time, but I just couldn't believe the lack of security and knowing, kind of knowing what was going to happen. You could see them trying to come down, and then all of a sudden, they're rattling at the railings after the goal's gone in when four nails went through and uh, sealed the victory. They're rattling at the ra- railings, and there was no police there whatsoever. There were stewards, but the stewards just simply moved out the way. Bournemouth host Manchester United live on TalkSport 2 at 3pm this afternoon. Our very own Stuart Pearce has revealed he voted for Cherry's boss Gary O'Neill as his manager of the season. There's a lot of contenders that have done really good jobs at their varying clubs. I mean, in years gone by, I can't remember looking through the Premier League. I mean, when we vote, we, we vote beyond the Premier League as well. It's it's any of the leagues you can vote for as an LMA member. Yeah. But when you look at the Premier League, there's a lot of managers that have done really, really good jobs. And what you've got to do, I think, is look and say, at the disposal of their squads, the experience of the manager, all of those things, where the clubs were when maybe they started a job, all of those type of things, and then make your judgment call accordingly from there. So are you at liberty to tell us who your one, two, three is? Yes, I am. In reverse order, I've gone third place, Vincent Company. I think his first job in England... Uh, to get Burnley promoted, having sold a lot of their better players, I think was a sensational job, so I put me in third place. In second place, I put Pep. Standard of football that, that they're playing at the moment. The fact I think they're going to win the Premier League. They're in two major finals. Pep, but he's got the resources, an enviable amount of resources, so I've brought that into account. And my number one's Gary O'Neill, because I think they've got... Arguably the weakest squad. When he took over the, the, the football club, it wasn't easy for him. He's got little experience as a manager. I think he's handled it brilliantly. They've been safe from relegation probably for the last two months, which is an incredible achievement for Bert, for Bournemouth, who you probably would look at and say that at the last summer he said absolute no opers, no chance of staying in the division. He's done a brilliant job with them. So, so even if Pep goes on, Yes, and City do the treble. Yes, you'd still be having Gary O'Neill as your number one. Yes, indeed. I, I have to vote today. He might win, sweep the board, and win all three. If his team play, keep playing like they are, he probably will. And I'll take that and I'll polarise opinion. But I look at it probably across the board with what people have inherited, their experience as managers. Pep's done this continually for year after year, so there's no surprise there for me what he's done. Gary O'Neill, he's new to the Premier League and, listen, I think he's done a brilliant job in keeping Bournemouth where they are. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. 
Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle, and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Is Leeds boss, Sam Allardyce now, and how his team need to improve their defending to have any chance of staying up. It's not about running out the back and running down the middle because you play out, which is all a load of You know, it's about defending and defending properly because if we had more clean sheets, we'd already be safe. It's hard for the centre-halves here because it's me. Because I'm a centre-half. If there's, if there's the hardest position to play in at this football club with me, is a centre-half because I talk about it all the time, about how important they are, how, how they keep, have to keep the back door shut and how they have to defend correctly and always always be alert to what the opposition's attack are trying to do and always be always be one step ahead of them. And that's the that's the essential part of being a centre half. Now after Sheffield Wednesday's miracle comeback in their League One playoff semi final, Barnsley took on Bolton last night in the other semi final, and here's how that sounded on Talksport Two. All the talking done now, Chris. It's time to stand up and be counted. Ball switched back to this near side. Here now is Luca Connell. Advances forward. Now he puts a better looking ball in. Header over the far post. And Barnsley lead. It's Liam Kitchen who gets the header. Connell with a delivery. And advantage Barnsley at Oakwell. This old stadium erupts with noise. It's Barnsley 1 Bolton 0. That's a fantastic ball in from Connell, isn't it? And kids, you know it's a fantastic header as well. A lot of bodies, I've got to say it, the, the back red shots, the shots, fantastic header as well from, from Kitchen, wasn't it? I've got to say straight at the keeper, but the, 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 he's come out, he's tried to react. All the power was on the cross. He just had to steer it forwards and make sure he hit the target, and he did exactly that. Fantastic header, excellent ball in. Oakwell gets ready to erupt here. Their team seconds away from a return to Wembley. And there it is. Barnsley have ended what wondrous season. Liam Kitchen's goal on 25 minutes. They are now potentially 90 minutes away from a return to the championship. Standing in their way, their old foe from down the road. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Remember, of course, we have every playoff match live and exclusive across the TalkSport network. I'm back on Drive on Monday alongside Darren Ben. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts up first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.